What's up everybody? Clint Esposito here with part number four of the Jump Harley-Davidson. All right, so uh, didn't get that much footage from this past weekend. We had a show in Lumberton, North Carolina. It was kind of up in the air until last minute, and um, I got confirmed uh, basically Wednesday night, and we had to leave Thursday. So then Thursday, I spent all day trying to just round everything up because I've still been just trying to work on the bike and get the bike to a point where it's ready to jump, change the suspension, which you guys saw in the last one. I put the new front end on, new shocks. Um, and really, ideally, I was going to test it prior to going to anything, but that didn't uh, pan out. So basically, untested, had these forks on here, which when uh, I put it on a stand and it hangs down, like the front tire, I should probably have close-up pictures of this, but the front tire is pretty wide. It's almost touches the, there's a little bit of clearance on either side for the forks. But when you put the bike up onto the stand and the front hangs down, the tire gets in between the bottom part of the fork, like the top tube, the bottom part of the top tube where it gets fatter for the seals. And if you actually have it hanging on a stand and go to spin it, it'll get kind of hung up in there. So that was one of my fears was that um, when I got in the air, the front tire would droop down and then it would get stopped and then I would land with a stop front tire. So that's one of the things that I definitely wanted to test out before we got there that we didn't get to get to do. Um, I think that was the biggest thing. Oh no. So just balance of suspension was my other issue uh, because... I don't know. I've never used any of it. So, you know, if the back is maybe too, when I first got on, I'll just tell it this way. When I first got on, I was worried about it being uneven as far as like rebound or whatever. And when I first got on it and I rode it around the field, uh, down there, uh, it, the back was pretty bouncy. And I was like, Oh no. Cause if you, you know, obviously the ramp's pretty mellow, but it still, uh, maybe give you a little bit of a buck and you start to like nosedive. So that's kind of what I wanted to avoid. I wanted to make sure that didn't happen. I rode it around and realized the back felt bouncy. So I um, cranked the rebound up or like cranked it in. So that way it would slow the rebound down right off of the bat. And then when I rode it around, it felt a little bit more like mellow. So that was good. Um, then, so this is me. The picture we got here is just me at the pit party. The bucket there is because it was trick or treat. Truck or treat. There was monster trucks there. Only two though. But, um, yeah, we were giving out candy, signed autographs. I obviously, I got my front fork guards, the black ones, but I obviously didn't switch it yet. So, um, I forgot them. And, uh, didn't put them on. So we were running the red fork guard. For this one as well, um, I do have a uh, video, a couple of videos, one from practice, and then uh, two, the, you know, there was only one jump in the show, but I got two angles of it, basically. So, 
when we when we got there for practice I basically set it up pretty close I mean that's not that's about at 50 to probably to the knuckle but I set up a little closer and hit it just to make sure I also hadn't even jumped the thing since uh, the end of or the beginning of July right yeah Maybe the end of July, but it's been a couple of months. So, and plus, like I said, I've did all new suspension. So I wanted to test it out and I wanted to make sure the front wheel didn't stop in the air and then I land and it's all, Err! so, uh, I hit it a couple times in and then just hooked it up to the truck, pulled it back and hit it a couple more times. We got it back to 60 to the knuckle. Um, so that's kind of, that was my goal for this weekend, for the show. Um, but yeah, you can see it bump a little bit on the ramp there, but I guess I had it slow enough. Um, so then, uh, like I said, we got it back. We did all that. I did do a firewall or two firewalls right in a row for the show. We did not get any footage of it. Like I said, we kind of got um, last minute confirmation that it was definitely happening. Then I was kind of honestly preoccupied with making sure all this other stuff worked, like the front end on the motorcycle. I could get the uh, trailer all the way down the road, my truck, yada, yada. So there's a bunch of stuff. I haven't really hauled the thing very far. Uh, so there was a bunch of stuff on my mind where I didn't film as much as I should have. This is why you guys have like three clips to look at here. Uh, so then here's in the show, uh, after practice, show was at two o'clock, so it was right in the afternoon. I was pretty hot. I, it was a teeny bit windy, a little bit of a crosswind, which did kind of blow my tires a little bit, but um, it's not quite like doing FMX uh, as far as getting uh, out of control with the wind. So here is, here is the jump from the stands. So I just had my, uh, I had my tape measure out there, knew about what, what my run-in was. I ran at it a couple times just to make sure I felt like I was, you know, going the right speed. The other thing is it was grass and sand, but I had, I got flat track tires. So I'm not really, if you had a motocross bike, and you ran at that thing, or which I didn't jump it a ton of times, but if you had a motocross bike with a knobby tire and you ran at that thing, you'd start to create a rut. But since I have like basically almost street tires, uh, it really didn't chew up the run-in or anything. Ideally in the future, I'd have some raised expanded or something on my run-in. So that way it's just exactly the same every time, no matter if it's gravel or dirt or grass or whatever. Uh, but I, I was in the position where I was looking at trying to find some down there, but once I saw the ground and the thing was during the day, uh, I wasn't that worried about it. So I just added probably like 10 extra feet to my run-in just so I didn't really have to get on it that hard. And, uh, that was it. So here we go. So it's like 60, like I said, to the knuckle, which I got about an eight foot safety deck up top. I went probably almost halfway down the landing. So I probably went 70 something. I don't like measuring that way. It's funny, people with street bikes are like measure down the landing and I'm like, it's a 60 foot gap. <laughs> like 
That's the jump. If you went further than the knuckle, it doesn't mean you jumped 75 feet. It just means like you landed down the landing because jumping 75 to the bottom of the landing is not the same as jumping 75 to the sweet spot, in my opinion. But I guess if, if you were going like distance record, okay, I get it. But um, it's just always been funny to me when people measure down the landing. I meant so many feet. Uh, no, you're jumping a so many foot gap and like you went to the bottom of the landing. It's still the same gap. My point is if you pulled it back to 75, you'd still have to hit it harder to make it to the top of the thing than you did in the previous gap because now you're jumping higher on the landing instead of like having all that extra fall time. So it's not exactly the same is all I'm saying. Um, but the bike lands really, really well. I do need to, which I knew I was going to have to get the, uh, forks valved a little harder because it is an off-road bike or it was on an off-road bike. So, um, there you go. You guys don't need to see me wave at the crowd. And here's my wife shot this one. She's, uh, basically sitting in the back of my pickup truck here. So here's a little bit better view. I jumped six quads. I jumped over six quads. Has anybody jumped quads on a Harley? Maybe it's a world record. That's how street bike world records are. It's like I jumped the most uh, pregnant possums. World record. One pregnant possum. Nobody's ever jumped a pregnant possum. I did it. World record. Thank you very much. Uh, so we'll look here see this red line at the top of the landing that's your 60 foot mark that's where i had measured 62 um so again let's say the thing is there you go i went definitely 10 feet past i went 70 feet we're gonna measure it like that i i um didn't realize that i stood up like that and kind of like tried to suck up the landing until i watched this back um, I don't know, whatever, it worked, I don't, I guess it looks cool, so that's it, um, yeah, I had fun, I like jumping the thing, it's pretty fun, I am super excited that I have front brakes now, and, uh, that the suspension's way better, the the back's kind of dialed. The front, like I said, I need to have it valved a little harder. Oh, here's the other thing uh, that I need to address. When I put the front end on, there was barely any steering radius at all. Like with the way that the stops were, it would barely turn. So I had actually bent the stops back a little bit on my frame and ground off the stops on the triple clamp itself. So I thought it would be enough. I went down the street here and I went to turn around and I leaned in hard and then I was like dog-legging it through the corner because I didn't fall over because I wasn't used to... I, normally you just turn in and catch yourself and I just couldn't, I didn't have enough steering. So I had to um, keep bending the stops back until basically my forks hit the frame. So. I'm at a position where like I'm basically as far as you can go given the triple clamps. I would have to get a new set of triple clamps made that had more offset from the stem to the forks itself. So that way it would extend my forks out a teeny bit and I could turn further, which may be something I'll address in the future. But right now, 
Uh, I basically just kind of know how tight I can turn now. Uh, so I've just adjusted, you know, like if you watch the video where I go down and turn out, turn around, I like sweep way out so that I, I can get in line with the ramp versus if it was, you know, if it wasn't like that, I definitely wouldn't have, I wouldn't circle out that far here, right here. So I'm turning, I'm probably only 10 feet in past this uh, Jersey barrier here, but you can see how far I swing out just to get myself, you know, straight. So um, maybe eventually uh, I'll address that, but right now it's not really that big of an issue. I guess if you got in a real tight spot, that might be a problem, but it is what it is. I know how to ride a motorcycle and I can adjust to you know, whatever for the most part. Even not having front brakes, I adjusted to that, although I didn't like it. And I would suggest not adjusting to that, but it's whatever. So, um, yeah, uh, that's it. Had fun. Oh, let me, I'll show you some pictures. Uh, one or two other pictures just from the trip. So, uh, Where's photos? There we go. We stayed at Bethany's sister's house, and these are the dogs. So that's Chase um, laying on top of me, and the other one's Jada. And they look like big blockheads, but they're very sweet. And then on the way back, like I said, we didn't get that much footage or anything. But then on the way back, we found Polly's pig out somewhere in Virginia. I think it was Virginia. But anyway, if you, I don't even remember, we were on 64 or something. But if you're going through Virginia through the Blue Ridge Mountains, stop at Polly's Pig Out because it was pretty awesome. Uh, the Acton, Axton, Afton, Afton, Virginia. If you're going through Afton, Virginia, stop at Polly's Pig Out. Uh, you literally just pull up to the side. Of, it's right on the side of the road, as you can see the highway right there. Behind it is all just pastures with cows in it. And those are the cookers right there. Old oil tanks. Those are home heating oil tanks that they made into smokers. Um, and it's just like an older building. And they make great barbecue. Which, if you're ever driving through the United States and you see some place that looks like a shithole... Uh, but it has good reviews for food, I would suggest stopping in there because that's like an old, you know, staple in, uh, in the area. Um, the highlights, we got mac and cheese, which normally mac and cheese is just mac and cheese, but this mac and cheese was really good. The macaroni was like kind of soft and um, it just tastes really good. I got coleslaw because I like doing, um, we got a pulled pork sandwich, platter or whatever um so i get i always get the coleslaw because i lived in north carolina and they had a thing where they put coleslaw on the uh, pulled pork sandwiches which i still like to do so i got coleslaw so i could do that coleslaw was good it wasn't uh it was just like good standard coleslaw sometimes you get fancy ones and it wasn't that it was just standard but it was still really good kind of sweet pulled pork was good then i got dry rub ribs which i did end up putting some regular sauce on but they were amazing too very smoky and they came right off of the bone so all in all 
we had a good trip. I did turn a little bit too sharp with my, so the way my landing is, I have the the um, decking, it sticks out further than the, the way the original trailer was. And I had to turn around someplace and I busted my one rear view, win rear window out. Cause I hit a curb and it caught, it touched my window and popped the thing out. So couple of setbacks, but other than that, overall bike worked great. Um, I didn't die. The jump went well and the firewall went well. So that's it. Next show that we do, I'm going to for sure get more footage. So that way, um, we can do more of a comprehensive video of the whole weekend. Like I said, being kind of the first one in months and months and not having everything ready going into it. Uh, I was basically in a scramble the day before. And then that led into instead of leaving like in the evening, like I wanted to do like five or six o'clock, we end up leaving at nine 30. I slept for two hours that night on the side of the road and then started, we slept, we drove until 1230 that night from nine 30, 1230. I slept for two hours, got up at two 30, started driving again. So then drove straight down there, got some Mexican food, then set up all the ramps or started to set them up Friday night. It got dark on us. Got there Saturday morning, finished setting everything up, practiced real quick, pit party, show, tear down. Uh, so it was just a bit, it was like boom, 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 boom. But um, it's good to be back in the mix and actually have, uh, have a show and um, whatever. Felt good. Book the show. Book the bike. If you got a rally, you got a rally or um, bike night. And you got money. Does that sound like a jerk thing to say? If you have a budget for, for entertainment, for your event, contact me. Especially in your, if you're in the Northeast. And we'll make it happen. But uh, alright. For everybody that keeps watching these. Thank you very much. And I'm going to do some other videos. I have some other ideas with the bike now that I got it done to, for videos. And like I said, next time we do a... Uh, an event, we will definitely do some more behind the scenes um, videos. So, all right, everybody, later. Thank you very much for watching. <laughs>